Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, lolly, lollipop, 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 lollipop,
down the hatch. Ooh, that's very solid to chew on. Mm-hmm. It's like chewing on a piece of rubber tyre. <laughs> Although, the more you chew it, mm-hmm. it becomes a bit more malleable. Yeah. It's similar to the licorice ropes that have the filled center, like the sherbet center, except this isn't a sherbet taste. Mm-hmm. This is like a milky taste on the inside. It's very chewy. Living yeah. up to its name, Chubba Chub Incredible <laughs> Chew. The question is, is that center bubblegum or not? Feels not chewy enough to be bubblegum. Mm. But is it chewing down to like disappearing in your mouth stage or the more you I chew I think it is a bubble gum. It's yeah, it's dissolving, it's isn't it? It's just like a zappo. Mm. Mm. So I'm not going to grow a chewing gum tree by swallowing it. <laughs> okay, I've swallowed it. Yeah. Uh milky center. Yeah. Quite quite is yours a milky center as well? A little bit, yeah. It was a Strawberry jam taste on the outside, so it's got plenty of um, uh, strawberry flavour. It says vegetable gelatin, reconstituted... It says it's only 2% strawberry juice, and yet that was um, very strawberry tasting. What about the, the apple one? How did that go for you? It tasted like one of the artificial apple flavours yes like you would normally get not like an apple juice flavour it says it's 2.5% juice so I would have thought that uh, I don't know it would have been yeah I guess that that probably explains why it doesn't taste as (laughs) apple-y yeah Uh, you've got the cola one there as well so it's gone for a bit of a red um, uh, a red packaging on the outside instead of the traditional brown but the actual lolly itself is a brown colour mm. and again you're right that still with the white in the middle white Santa Jersey caramel style yeah um, give that a chomp and let us know what it's doing for you now it's got lemon juice powder emulsifiers still that gelatin but it doesn't actually have any word of cola on its ingredients list as to where the flavour comes from it's more a caramel flavouring by the look of the ingredients. At first it tasted like I was chewing on spices. Oh, really? Yeah. Like hot and spicy or...? It was like a a little spice. Like but cinnamon or...? Yeah. Okay. But the more you chew it? Tastes like a cola. Tastes like cola now? Yeah. There you go. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking of the... Uh, Incredible chews from Chubba Chub. They are really chewy. They're super chewy. They're so when we talked about uh, on the show a few weeks ago the Red Rippers. This is the intensity of the chew that a an original Redskin used to be. It's that hard. <laughs> that would uh, and same with Minties. They were known for taking out people's yeah. um, what's the word fillings in, the, in their teeth uh, when people were chewing on things. They would. Uh, they would be so chewy, they would pull things out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely living up to incredible chew. Flavour-wise? It is strong flavour. Yeah. And Chubba Chubba are well known for that sugary 
uh, taste yeah. and being able to replicate. Uh, I think we, we really need to do another Chubba Chub show <laughs> at one stage. There's a lot more different yeah, flavours now. range of flavours. Mine is still the go-to, that um, banana, I think it's banana caramel, the, the mix that they have, but they have fruit pops and all sorts of stuff. Um, so then what are you giving? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for the Chubba Chub Incredible Chew. We'll stick yep. those on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page. But, uh, yeah, brand new to uh, to the shelf at the moment. We'll see how long they stick around for. And uh, we'll take a quick break. We're going to uh, be back after this with this week's topic, which, as I said, a little bit fancy. We are looking at macarons. <laughs> is time on Afternoon Delight to take a look at the history of this week's topic, which, as we say, are uh, macarons, or sometimes referred to as French macaron. Um, do you, what, what do you think of when you think of macarons, Max? Like a yo-yo biscuit? Yeah, a little bit, but uh, they they don't have a biscuit base as such. It's more yeah. of a meringue biscuit, I guess is the best description. Uh, they're made with egg white, icing sugar, granulated sugar, almond meal, and various food colourings, and that will give you the uh, the different flavours. Um, it's traditionally thought to have been introduced in France by an Italian chef uh, of Queen Catherine de' Medici during the Renaissance. Um, so basically, there's a few different ideas of thought on where they originated from. Um, there's also some confusion around macaron or macaroon because I'll admit I use the words interchangeably until this show. <laughs> a macaroon is a biscuit that's made out of ground almond, coconut, nuts and sugar and it's more a solid biscuit whereas the macaron is the meringue based biscuit. So, uh, in America, most bakers have adopted the French spelling of macaron for the the one that we're talking about, so as to distinguish between the two. So, according to Dan Jurafsky of Slate Magazine, um, the Arab troops of Irafakwai, which is now Tunisia, bought new techniques for cooking and crafting uh, back to um, their homeland, after they occupied Sicily in 827 AD. So foods like lemons, rice, pistachios had not been in their culture before. Okay. So they'd gone, looted, and <laughs> brought them back. And so lots of nut-based sweets, uh, baked goods that had sweet almond cream in them, were handed down throughout Persia, and they began to create a special almond cake used to celebrate the Zoroastrian New Year. Try and say that ten times fast. <laughs> uh, in Sicily, they developed various desserts like almond paste tarts, which we would call uh, marzipan. And uh, by 1154, there were reports of the production of noodles, which had also come from uh, the Italian town of Sicily. So under the collective term of macaroni, the Arabs would refer to any sort of ground-up grain products like noodles and pasta and pastries and things like that. 
And so then the Italians borrowed the Macaroni from Macaroni. And so that's where the, the name Macaron comes from. So uh, the earliest recipe that can be found is 16th century. And it closely resembles the Macaron biscuits that we know today although it has different names. So uh, apparently to make French macarons, you needed to wash a pound of the newest and best almonds in three or four waters to take away the redness of their outy side. Uh, I love old English. (laughs) And um, so that was in a, a daily exercise for ladies and gentlewomen, published in 1617. But uh, there are two main ingredients, or two main methods, I should say, for the for the macaron, the French method or the Italian method, and the difference is basically between how the meringue is made. The, the biscuit itself is pretty much similar, but the meringue forms. In the French method, the egg whites are whisked until stiff peaks are formed, then sifted ground almonds and powdered sugar are folded in slowly until you get the consistency that you want, and then you knock out the air and fold uh, and that's called the macronage to Hmm. make your biscuits whereas the italian method involves whisking the egg whites as with the french one and then uh, you whisk it with hot sugar syrup to form the meringue so instead of having the uh the powdered sugar or what we would call icing sugar you're using hot boiled up sugar instead (laughs) So then the sifted almonds and icing sugar are mixed with raw egg to form a paste. The meringue and almond paste are mixed together to form the macaron mixture, and it's deemed more structurally sound, but it's also sweeter. And you do require a candy thermometer for the sugar syrup, because if you burn it, you're going to wreck yeah. your macaron. So uh, both uh, the, the sugar syrups in both recipes, the Italian method or the French method, are combined with ground almonds, and then... They're stuck together using um, icing sugar and ground almond in a very fine mixture. So uh, they might have a different filling in them to change the flavours of the macarons, but that's the the basics of all of them. They come in fancy um, colours, fancy flavours, but the, the basic recipe is the same for all. So several French cities and regions claim to uh, be the, the home of the macaron, in France, uh, Lorraine, Basque County, Saint-Emilion, La Durette, Chartres, and Saint-Croix in Burgundy. Um, so all of them have their own take on the macaron history. Uh, the Maison René Metivier is the oldest macaron bakery, which dates back to the early 1920s. And the traditional recipe for that one has remained unchanged for over 150 years. So, uh, you know, handed down from generation to generation. Uh, In India, they have their own variety of the macaron made with cashews instead of almonds. So that would give it a a different flavour. In Japan, they have a widely available version of the macaron, which substitutes peanut flour for almonds, and then uh, wagashi-style flavour. So it's not wasabi, so it's not hot. But wagashi, which is a traditional Japanese confection, often served with green tea, and it's made from plant-based ingredients, uh, so to give it a fruity kind of flavour. The macaron is featured in Japanese fashion, 
uh, through stickers, cosmetics, and phone accessories, which are uh, apparently aimed at women. And I'm thinking, uh, I know uh, book clubs and things like that often have erasers that are shaped like macarons. Have you seen those before? Oh, uh, yeah. And kind of the, I'm trying to think, is it not smush? What's the the fancy um, um, pantsy that uh, all the kids go crazy for? Um, oh, it'll come to me. Steggle. That's it. Yeah, Smiggle. Smiggle. Yeah. <laughs> Steggle's the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to take a Steggle's nah. chook in your... Uh, in your pencil case to school. <laughs> uh, South Korea have fat corons, um, which were uh, intentionally over-filling the, the macaroons. So it looks a bit more like a small ice cream sandwich. Um, and in the United States, they've edited to make more traditional American flavors of the macaron. So they'll have mint chocolate chip, peanut butter and jelly, Snickers, peach champagne, pistachio, strawberry cheesecake, candy corn, salted pretzel, chocolate peanut butter, maple bacon, pumpkin, or salted caramel flavors. <laughs> Trust the uh, the US to really <laughs> take uh, take a, a traditional flavored biscuit like this and then yeah make it their own. So uh, there you go. That is the the basic uh, history of macarons here in Australia. It's become a lot more popular since the TV series MasterChef uh, because uh, Adrian Zumbo <laughs> apparently uh, featured them quite a bit in the program and everyone went, ooh, ah, that looks fancy. <laughs> so much so now that the uh, the Great Big M building <laughs> or franchise sells them in their, their cafes. So uh, there you go. That's... Uh, The history of the macaron, which is basically an Italian meringue biscuit via France and the Arabs. (laughs) Uh, There you go. We'll take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight, and then we're going to go head-to-head with some different flavoured macarons, see if we can distinguish what those flavours actually are. You're listening to Afternoon Delight on OCRFM. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight and the macarons that we're using today are from a brand called uh, Toscanano. Toscano, my apologies. Uh, so they come in six different flavors here. They're, they're arranged a bit like a, uh, like an egg carton almost. Yeah. Uh, on presentation. Again. <laughs> Makes it look, look more fancy. Look more fancy. Yeah. The price of these things is astronomical yeah. when you see them sold individually. And I think it's because it's so much egg white. Oh yeah. Probably. I, I guess because, um, they, they would have a similar sugar content to any other sweet treat that we've had here on Afternoon Delight. Uh, so I want to know, do you want a hint as to what the six different flavours are before we start, or do you want to try and guess as we go along? Because they're presented kind of in rainbow form in the, the packaging. Um, do you want to see if you can have a guess at the flavour just by taste, and then yeah, we'll, okay. we'll go hinting? Yeah. So uh, you were looking a little bit worried about the green one. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think that one might be? It looked like a wasabi. <laughs> I promise you there are no hot ones in here. <laughs> uh, where do we want to start? So we've got green, yellow, white, 
Then there's a light brown, pink, and then mushroom brown. It's probably the best description of the other one. <laughs> it's not mushroom flavor, though. <laughs> These are all uh, what I guess you would call traditional macaron flavors. Might as well go with the ones that I know what flavor Straight they Straight up? So, okay. So right. which one have you gone with first? This one, I reckon it's caramel. Thinking it's caramel? the light brown. Light brown. So, all right, there we go. <laughs> Okie dokie. So you've gone for what you think is a caramel. Uh, what's what's giving you that clue? It's that caramely colour. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah, light brown, kind of a tan colour. Mm-hmm. But I had to hold myself back from saying caramel coloured because you are 100% correct <laughs> on that one. It is indeed caramel. So, uh, congratulations. Now, it's quite chewy. Like, we had the incredible chew before. This mm -hmm. is more a melt-in-your-mouth chew, though. Yeah. Are you getting the caramel flavour? Yeah. Mostly through the filling. Mmm. So, the macaron itself, uh, very crumbly. Yeah. And aerated. Mm -hmm. But the, the caramel flavour, yeah, it does come from the filling. I don't think there's actually caramel flavour in the, the <laughs> biscuit itself. Yeah. Okay. Round two, then. <laughs> what are you predicting for our next macaron flavour? I reckon the other brown one, I reckon it might be chocolate. Okay. And again, going for uh, brown. I'm going to peel apart and see if there's uh, any flavouring just in the macaron biscuit, like the meringue side of things first, or if it tastes just like sugar. Sugar. Pretty much. Just soft sugar. Mmm. Very meringue <laughs> Okay, so you've gone chocolate for this one? Yeah. Brown centre. You've had a bit of a nibble there. Still going chocolate? Mm-hmm. Two from two. <laughs> so um, they're kind of your, I guess, traditional flavours. Okay, he's gone for the white-coloured one this time. What's this your prediction now? I'm going to say vanilla. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... This one probably looks more like a white button mushroom, to be honest. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Centre cream? Yeah. I think it might be vanilla. It is indeed. <laughs> now we're getting down to the more uh, untraditional colours. Okay, so he's going for the pink one this time. Any clues? This one, a bit more crumbly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not quite sure. Might be strawberry or raspberry. Yeah, righto. It's got a bright red filling holding it together. The actual biscuit itself, it, it literally just tastes like sugar. <laughs> tastes like a strawberry jam. Centre? Yeah. Very close. Do you want to go with your other one? Is it raspberry? It is raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I'm able to actually remove the raspberry centre. I can see why you said strawberry. Um, although, biting down on that, um, it's a raspberry cordial taste. <laughs> it's it's like pureed uh, raspberry, actually. Yeah. Very strong flavour. Okie dokie. Two to go. We've got yellow or green. I'm not quite sure what these two are. <laughs> Might be. Banana. 
maybe banana flavor perhaps going with the yellow being a tr- traditional banana yeah yeah i don't know so the the biscuit itself as we keep saying quite crumbly mm-hmm. uh structural integrity like even if the slightest push <laughs> it starts crumbling to pieces yeah okay so have a bit of a a bite down on that bright yellow inside very bright yellow well, yeah, I can it's definitely taste banana. that. No, it's not banana. What is it? Not quite sure. Not sure about that one. It's uh, citrusy. Is it um, passion fruit? Not passion fruit. Aww. That is lemon. Oh. Mmm. I'm getting kind of a lemon meringue taste with the the biscuit. Yeah, you say that. I can <laughs> you can taste lemon. it. Again, I'm going kind of uh, the old lemonade stand with just lemon and sugar, and that's um, it's more the lemon rind taste than the lemon yeah. juice. Yeah. So I do wonder if that's uh, how they've made that one. Not but, sure what the green one is. <laughs> so now you're, you're looking really worried. You were worried it was going to be wasabi, but I promise you <laughs> it's not wasabi. This is probably... In all honesty, the most traditional flavour of macaron, thinking about its history. Is it like an almond or something? So the biscuit will be made with almond. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you have a bit of a a taste on it. So the centre is quite almost avocado green. Yeah. But the biscuit flavour, I can give you a bit of a clue if you're really, really struggling. I need that, yeah. Yeah, so... Almond is the flavour of the outside. It's another nutty flavour on the inside. Hazelnut? Not hazelnut. That'll be more down your Nutella. Almond. (laughs) Back to almond Um, again. I don't know. That one, quite a subtle flavour. Pistachio. So that's where the green colour is coming from. If you think of pistachio nuts, quite small, green centre, um, but it's a really, a really nutty taste. Not like a peanut taste. I'm not sure if you can eat it without the biscuit around it. Hmm. But um, if you're a pistachio fan, top notch. I don't know when the last time I had a pistachio, pistachio. was. Oh, unfortunately, when I have them, they're often salted. Okay. So do we yeah. enjoy pistachio just on its own? But I'll admit, I would have to really be savouring that one to be able to taste that that's a pistachio taste. And yet, as I say, being the um, the macaron, probably out of a lot of them, that's the uh, the fanciest flavour. There are yeah. so many other flavours to, to macarons. I was looking at a 24-pack <laughs> uh, at one stage when I was uh, preparing the show. But uh, this one had the most variety in it. Yeah. Uh, how do you rank all those flavours? I like the caramel. Caramel's pretty nice, yep. Yeah. Where do, where do the uh, the others sit on your list from one to six? Probably the caramel, then the vanilla, mm-hmm. raspberry, chocolate, uh, lemon, then pistachio. Probably. Pistachio on the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's a drier taste, the pistachio. Yeah. And I think... When all the others are quite sweet, apart from the lemon, which is kind of got that sour taste to it to, of, of sorts. Although, as I say, it did taste more like lemon rind than yeah. lemon juice. 
but uh, still still quite nice. Um, I'm probably similar. Caramel was definitely my favourite out of uh, that particular bunch that we just had. I'd probably put lemon a little bit higher. Maybe I might, mine might be caramel, raspberry, lemon, chocolate, vanilla, pistachio. <laughs> hard hard to place. Yeah. But um, let us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. If you're uh, one of the fancy connoisseurs of uh, macarons, we do know that they are quite <laughs> quite expensive to be able to compare and contrast like we do on the show. But uh, let us know. Do you have a, a go-to flavour of macaron? We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the sweetest tune here on Afternoon Delight. <laughs> It is time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. Now, uh, macarons, we uh, were scratching our heads. You you were thinking perhaps uh, combining uh, or changing the word macaroon into a band's name, uh-huh. Maroon 5. Yeah. Uh, then we thought we might go down the, the, the French singing line. There's <laughs> lots of famous French singers out there. But then we stumbled across a song that's actually called Macaron. <laughs> And it's produced by a guy called Mastic Soul. He is a Portuguese uh, DJ who works kind of around the dance electronic music uh, zone. Um, he's released under Forkenzo Recordings, Spin and Records. Has a few n- different tunes to his name. Danko do Bumbum, Gagosa, uh, Tuna Moda. But uh, as we said, the one that we're going to be featuring today is called Macaron. Uh, It's a long one. It was released in 2006, but uh, it's kind of got a uh, tribal sound to it, which is pretty awesome. So this is Matik Sol with Macaron. There you go, Max. What did you think of that one? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Pretty different. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's got kind of that uh, that that bassy uh, club mix sort of stuff to it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the fact that I can't understand the lyrics probably helps <laughs> me enjoy it even more. It's uh, it's it's dang awesome. That's Macaron by uh, Mastic Soul, our sweetest tune here on Afternoon Delight. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back to share a recipe. <laughs> It's time to jump in the kitchen and share a recipe. Max, what are we uh, what are we sharing today? Macarons. Gee, funny that. <laughs> Who would have thought? So this one comes from Preppy Kitchen, and they're saying that this is uh, an easy French macaron recipe. However, as we said, quite dainty, uh, special treats, and there is a very important step to making a good macaron. Pick up. 
the egg whites need to be weighed using a kitchen scale because aging egg whites is a very important step in making the, the meringue. So you separate the eggs, place the whites in a clean glass and cover them with plastic wrap with a few hole, uh, holes poked in the top and then let them settle in the fridge for a couple of days before you use them because it'll dehydrate them and make them perfect for macarons. It isn't a, a must-do step. If you need to make macarons on the run, <laughs> then you don't have to do that step, but uh, it can make a big difference when making the actual cookies themselves. So uh, what do you need for macarons, Max? Eggs, vanilla extract, butter, salt, cream of tartar, powdered sugar, granulated sugar, and almond flour. So we call uh, icing sugar, powdered sugar here in Australia, and granulated sugar would just be kind of white sugar, but uh, same difference. Uh, How do you go about making the macarons? Sieve the icing sugar and ground almonds together in a large bowl and whisk together. Whiz the dry ingredients in the food processor and then sieve again. Repeat this process two or more times. Seems like a lot, but this is how you get nice smooth top. Whip the egg whites with the cream of tartar. Add the salt and gradually add the sugar. Mix until meringue reaches the soft stage. Add vanilla and any gel food colouring at this point. The meringue needs to be whipped to stiff peaks, so it's actually best to finish the whisking off by hand. This way you'll have better feel of when the meringue is done. Add the a third of the confectioner's sugar and almond mixture and fold in gently. Move the spatula in a circle motions bringing material from underneath to the top. Add the remaining dry mixture and continue following. You'll know it's ready when it has a lava-like consistency, forming a thick ribbon that slowly blends back into itself when drizzle from your spatula. A figure eight test will tell you when the consistency is correct. The batter should drizzle off the spatula and form an eight stop immediately at this point. Transfer the batter to the pastry bag fitted with a round tip Pipe onto the sheets of parchment paper fixed to a cookie sheet. You can use some batter as glue to hold the sheet steady. Pipe perpendicular to the surface and try to be consistent with your sizes. You can print a guide out and have it below the parchment paper to guide you your pipe's uniform circles. When you are finished, the piping motion, stop squeezing the bag and pull up with a circular motion. Tap the tray several times to remove any air bubbles. Allow to sit for 40 to 60 minutes so the macaroon batter forms a skin. You should be able to touch a shell and feel a dry surface. Heat oven to 150 degrees Celsius. 
bake for 12 to 15 minutes. You'll know when they're done if the macaroon shells don't wobble when you move them. But if they do, then you may need to give them a bit more time in the oven if they're not done. Allow them to cool for about 10 minutes on the pan, then transfer to a wire rack to completely cool. Pipe your filling into the back of half of the macaron shells. Form a sandwich and your French macaron, macarons are ready to enjoy. Well, if that's the easy way to make macarons, <laughs> I dread to think what the uh, the hard way would be. Yeah. But uh, that recipe comes from Preppy Kitchen. We'll pop a copy of that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page for you to have a go at yourself, if you so dare. <laughs> Quite a, uh, uh, an involved process, but very decadent and delicate biscuits that do come out of them. Yeah. The, uh, the meringue filling. You can fill them with all sorts of um, fillings. Uh, creamy, custody, French buttercream, um, Italian buttercream, American buttercream. <laughs> whatever flavour you go for, uh, that's what you can uh, fill your macarons with. Yeah. And sadly, we have run out of time on Afternoon Delight. It's been a, a busy show indeed. Copy of this will go up as a podcast, as per normal, on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, which is where you can contact us if you would uh, like to suggest uh, some things for future episodes, or if you would like to uh, get in contact and find out more information about uh, being involved as a presenter here on OCRFM, or if you would perhaps like to uh, suggest a topic for something you'd like to see brought back to the lolly shelf. Yeah. It's a segment we haven't done for a while, the, uh, the, the, the bring it on back. Uh, but uh, all things going well, we will be here again next Sunday from 3pm to share some sweet treats for your afternoon. Uh, other than that, we'll catch you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight 